0: Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything, Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And today we have got just a full smorgasbord of a show for you. Um, but before we get to that, Shawnee, how are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing good. I'm very excited for the list tonight. We uh, there's just There's been this trend of uh, people uh, posting movies um, every year since they've been born, and... I don't know. We decided to do this tonight, and I'm like super excited to present it. And it was kind of hard to like pick the list tonight because yeah. there's a lot of good movies that came out, especially in when we were born. It's we are, true. We are revealing how old we are on the show. Now. So old, um, <laughs> fucking
0: 1989. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna be fun. I can't wait to get to uh, the list. Re- what we're gonna do is we're gonna. Um, do two lists tonight, our top five favorite films of 1989, followed by our top five favorite films of 1990. And then from here on out, we're going to do one year for each, so, each show. So next week, we'll have a regular top five, you know, two different topics. And then we'll also touch on our five favorite shows of 1991 mm. and so forth. And then uh, when we're all done, we'll recap with our favorite film of each year.
1: So I'm excited yeah. to
0: embark on this,
1: this journey with <laughs> you, sir. It's cool, man. I, I, it's, it's a good idea and I know it's uh it's kind of a trend, I guess, but it's cool cuz it's you get to see you know all these films, you know, it's my childhood and like what I grew up on. So Yeah. The first uh, couple lists, especially this one starting rep in 1989. 89. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good movies in each of these years, so There's um, some. Um Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Um um You know, I you, actually had you, a leg What's that? How how did you you finish finish the whole list? of? um Well,
0: here's what happened, right? Um, Let's see if I have a date on any of this shit. I don't. So at some point last year, some point around January, February of 2016, um, I just had this weird idea to go through each year um, and write down every movie I've seen from that year. Um, so I have everything from 2016 or part of 2016, um, through 1987. So I actually already have most of my, I just got to look here. Okay. I've seen these movies, you know, I don't have to go through like Wikipedia and look at every single movie release. Cause I've already done yeah. that over a year ago. Um, but narrowing it down even further, that's
1: a bitch. Yeah. To a top five.
0: Yeah. For sure. And then and even further the down one. to a number one. Fuck.
1: Yeah. Is that is that a solid solid number one for both uh, lists? 89 and 90? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about you?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah.
0: Well, well, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that first. A <laughs> um, couple trailers dropped this week. Um, did you see the Justice League trailer and did you see the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? And what yeah, did you think?
1: I, I saw the Justice League trailer when it came out that day. And then Homecoming, I actually watched it this morning before I went What'd to work. What did you think? It was pretty interesting. They showed a little bit more of um, uh, Michael Keaton's character and his uh, his role there uh, as, uh, was it the, um, oh, what's his name? He's the vulture. Bert, the vulture.
0: Adrian Toomes.
1: Yes. Um, so it's yeah. really cool to see that. And then uh, the kind of uh, Tony Stark kind of uh, influencing um spider-man in this film too as well and kind of stripping him of his his um abilities and the suit that he has and and he you know he wants to be part of the avengers which is really cool so it's like this movie is like kind of the rookie coming out yeah i think he's gonna be like you know have the perfect like showdown and also prove to tony stark that you know he can join the avengers
0: yeah it's gonna be it's i'm really excited for their dynamic
1: yeah, it's really cool. And it's a smart move for Sony. Like, you know, the whole deal. <clears throat> the best, that's the best way I guess you can put it. Like, you know, just kind of share the benefits from sharing that character. But like, they're already attaching him to, a, you know, taking a shot on Tom Holland as well, which I've yeah. loved him in Civil War. He's great. But, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's going to be its own movie. And, you know, interesting to see kind of our, you know, we went to see, you know, Toby Maguire's, you know, renditions of Spider Man. Yeah. And, so it's be, and how it's dated
0: all that looks now yeah and Isn't it, that crazy know, it,
1: kinda, it gets uh, like James Bond feel like where it's like we're so used to those characters being played by so many other people I mean yeah. say, uh, I mean it c- couldn't be compared to Logan let's just say you know uh, Hugh Jackman who has yeah. been playing that character for so long so um, yeah it was yeah.
0: Hugh Jackman think, like, started playing Wolverine before the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie wrap your head around that yes. you know that's pretty crazy.
1: But we've had so many Batmans and so many, yeah. You know, other characters. But, you know, we'll see what the Justice League brings us to. What did What'd you, you think, think of that
0: that trailer?
1: <laughs> I, I want to hear your, your oh, opinion cuz well,
0: you know what? I think our imaginary audience knows by now that you bring positivity and I Yeah, you're right. We should bring it down first. So, I hated this fucking thing. I thought it was ugly. Um I th- it was just plain fucking ugly. You couldn't see shit, and the shit you did see looked like shit. And um, the jokes felt really forced, and there's no way everyone I see, you know, the hardcore DC guys online being like, this is going to make fucking billions of dollars. Let's think about this for a second, because the only people this trailer's appealing to are people who are already sold on the Zack Snyder murderverse. Um, yeah.
1: They're with Zack Snyder. They're all the way.
0: Yeah. This trailer isn't winning people over like me, and it needs to win people like me over. You know? Um, <laughs> I think all of us, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about yeah. it, right? Like, people that were pissed off with BVS, there's going to be a portion of that fan base that will go see it. There's going to be another portion that goes, fuck you, I'm not giving you my money. And they're going to boycott it, and they're not going to go. Um, and those people would have gone to see BVS. Kids, even though there's humor and fucking Aquaman on a Batmobile, Kids still can't go fucking see this movie, and then you have your older crowd who grew up loving the comics and whatever, and they might be old now, or but they see that those characters aren't recognizable to yeah. the general audience at all. Um, the Flash and Cyborg, especially, just looked awful and terrible um, from a design standpoint. Yeah, why can't it be like the television show, <laughs> right? Or I mean, this these characters, especially the Justice League, because Superman and Batman have, and Wonder Woman have been around longer than. You know, any Marvel character. Um, they deserve something iconic for the first time. They're all coming together. And, yeah, you know, White Stripes and whoever did the cover of Come Together, that's not iconic. That's <laughs> just like... I'm trying really hard to be cool i'm thirty five and I'm still shopping and hot chopping like you're not fucking edgy, dude, like just move on like you're you're fucking playing in the superhero world. Stop trying to be cool, embrace the fucking corniness of it, and just ah, uh, I don't know. you can see i'm very very fucking angry about it,
1: and now we're not all passionate angry. about it, dude,
0: yeah didn't been... give a shit but you okay. know. suicide
1: uh suicide squad jugger should have been in some movie, yeah, yeah. Freaking... I mean, this, this uh, kind of universe that they're putting together, it's interesting to see that, like, you know, it's going to rely mostly on Wonder Woman and Justice League. Like, these yeah. two movies will instill, like, people trying to go buy those tickets to go see those movies and their their opinions on that. Also based off of the, the, you know, World Wide Web and how many people share their thoughts in these films mm-hmm. yeah. and how we're sharing our thoughts right now on this podcast, so... But Um, I mean, but, but what was your overall impression? I I don't know. I, I, it's funny. I was uh, at work today. I was talking with one of my uh, managers and we were just talking about like the DC universe and how they're doing justice league. And he, he didn't like the suicide squad movie and Batman vs Superman. And I totally agree. Like on the same points, there's certain uh, weak spots to the movie and, you know, people can argue both ways. Yeah. if it serves, you know, the better good, but you know, this is their attempt to try to like create this universe and um, I think the toughest bet right now is, you know, all bets on Justice League, that it has to come down that if it's, if it, I'm sure it's financially going to do very well, Mm -hmm. but to have people come back for that next film for the, to get back into those, you know, if they do a Batman film, if they do, you know, they're doing Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. David Ayer, they need to they need to reach out to different directors. and.
0: Um. Well, especially for Gotham City Sirens, I think it's a really poor choice to put David Ayer as a director. Get Patty Jenkins, get a, get Catherine Bigelow, get a female to direct it because with Ayer, you're just going to have the sexualized shots of the girls getting dressed and shit. And it's like, what is this, 19 fucking 95? Like, we've evolved as a species since then and, you know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's super funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm
0: but I, I, so you didn't, you weren't too cool on the trailer then, or?
1: I, I like the trailer. I know there's all these, like, teasers and stuff, and I, I can see, okay, I can see the, the tone that they're going for, and we can see what, how they're trying to prep this to us. Yeah. I want to see a little bit more, but I know they messed up on Batman v Superman, their, and the trailer, and the marketing, the trailers and the marketing, Yeah, and, um. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to see it. Definitely. My oh, yeah, tickets yeah. Sold. I want to see that in the theater. You know, I don't know about Open Night. We'll see, um, you know, as far as experiencing <laughs> that film and seeing what they plan to do with the next steps for DC, you know, the extended universe. I think that's what, what it's all about.
0: It's going to be very interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, yes, but right on. Good, good that, you know, I can tear it down, but you can build us right back up. I, I think you're right. We should do that more often. We going first to, to shit and then you coming to wipe uh wipe up after me. Um Shawnee, this should we move into our uh, our top five favorite films of
1: nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. Right you, on. we were poor. <laughs>
0: um twenty-seven, almost twenty-eight years ago, um these movies came out in nineteen eighty nine. Um would you like to go first, sir?
1: Yeah. The The weirdest part is I was born in this state, but I probably don't remember watching this movie because I probably watched it in <laughs> a later year, like 1991 or 1990. <laughs> I remember it being played in the background. That's, that's all I remember. But uh, my movies that I most remember about that time or just reminisce about my childhood, I guess, is... Uh, Number 5. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Rick uh, uh Rick Moranis. Oh, I can't, I can't say his name. <laughs> Rick Moranis? Moranis, Moranis. <laughs> Moranis. Yeah. But it was a it was a good uh like childhood movie and um I think it was made by Disney. Was it a Disney production? I uh I like think it was. It might be.
0: The sequel's definitely where I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, but that's one that I remember most. I think we watched that in like school or something. Nice. Uh number number 4, Field of Dreams. Ooh, good fucking call. It uh it always reminds me of my dad cuz uh it was one of his favorite films and you know there's a lot of good uh moments in the film and there's, you know, this talk you know it's it's about baseball and history with baseball and then it's about uh you know, a father and his son. You know, like ghosts li- li- like yeah. really there's ghosts in the film <laughs> playing <laughs> baseball legends of baseball so uh that is a good flick
0: I don't have any daddy issues but like when I see the ending he's like you want to have a catch I fucking break down
1: every time (laughs) it's a good scene and it is and to just have it like you know the the pitch the pitch is like the place where they can all play and you know like it's that sanctuary where they all go to yeah and that's for him to reconnect with his father Uh, so that's pretty heavy. Uh, that's a pretty heavy one. Speaking of heavy, uh, number three is Back to the Future Two. Nice, not not my favorite out of the Back to the Future series. I really like the first one more more so over, and sometimes even even rewatching it. Um, Back to the Future Three as well. You you prefer three? I prefer three over two. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I like the twist with the Western. But, I mean, that kind of brings me to my 1990 release. Right on. So, um, so, uh, so Back to the Future 2, um, number two, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
0: Very nice.
1: Junior. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Indiana Jones films. And it's it's, again, another, like, father-son, you know, kind of family thing. And then... Um, gives a little more insight into the character of Indiana Jones. Yeah. And kind of an interesting take on, you know, like the religion, you know, the, the, the Holy Grail, pretty much. The goblet of life and that pursuit for like that, uh, you know, that um, important artifact. Yeah. So, yeah. Great Indiana movie. Jones, number two. And then number one, Batman. <laughs>
0: Batman. Nice. Tim Burton's Dark Knight. Tim Burton's
1: Batman. Dark Knight, where he couldn't move his head.
0: <laughs> I like the Batman turn. To me, growing up, that was how superheroes moved. I was like, "Oh fuck, they don't move like real people." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I play as that Batman on uh, Arkham. Yeah, Arkham that's the my the favorite suit to play in. Yeah, Badass. the classic uh, 1989. Yeah, so that yeah, that's my top five, man. It's uh, Very nice. it's hard to kind of get through. There's a couple more films I remember from that time. It's just weird to think like that's when we were born, but I watched probably most of those films like a couple years after.
0: It is tough Um, going through. It's like there were many that I wanted to get on my on my top five, Um, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's one I wanted to New York Stories. um, Major League came out during this time.
1: Major League, that's right.
0: Um, But yeah. So anyway. Um, my number five is the Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman drama, Glory.
1: Oh my God. That came out in 1989. Uh,
0: that, that was 89. Yeah. Um, Way. it's a great fucking movie. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's, it's brilliant when he doesn't accept oh, yeah. his paycheck along with everyone else. was like, fuck yeah.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> Great performances by all those guys. And a reference to our our previous episode, uh war films. That's right. And our countdown on that. So Good. I think that we mentioned that too. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Um number four, Turner and Hooch. Tur- oh, I haven't seen that film, no. You
0: haven't seen that? Tom Hanks is no. a cop, and they actually shot okay. it in Pacific Grove, just a few streets from my house. And um he he's friends with this old guy that lives on the dock and this, the old man has a dog who's just like vicious named hooch. The old man gets killed and hooch was the only witness to the murder. So like (laughs) Tom Hanks, who's like ultra clean, ultra conservative kind of guy, um, takes this dog in who just destroys his fucking house and everything, but they have to work together to bring, and it's beautiful. It's a great fucking movie. If you're, you know, if if you love dogs and shit, it's going to pull at the fucking heartstrings. Um, so, yeah, Turner and Hooch, number four. Number three, Do the Right Thing, a spikely joint.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, um, I looked that one over, too.
0: It's a great fucking movie. Radio Raheem with the, uh, you know... It's... Uh... <laughs> hate and Love, Brass Knuckles. Oh, my God. It was perfect reference to A Night, night of the Hunter. <laughs> um, number two, Batman, 89. Um, yes. This movie nostalgia wise is probably the strongest. My, my folks tell me that uh, they took me to a drive-in when I was just a little bitty baby um, to see this fucking movie. How did they know I was a Batman fan already, but um, just a lot of the, the Foley work in this film, like just the sound of the the shoes on the, on the grating, you know, like in the chemical plant or the sound of the gun yeah. moving in the guy's hands. Just a lot of those sounds bring me back to like, my old house that I barely fucking remember, but I can remember sitting in front of the TV watching this on VHS. It was a glorious time to be a Batman fan. Had that on VHS. <laughs> Batman 66 was playing on like USA or something like that. And and then we had the animated series coming out as well. That's right. So it was a beautiful time. Um, but as much as like that is a nostalgia movie, it's not a very good movie. Like when you kind of break it down.
1: Um, I mean there was, there was Prince in it I gotta say <laughs> Prince got an appearance in it Prince does <laughs> fucking make a and then, and that's the that's the scene I always remember about like the Joker like Jack Nicholson that's a great that, scene like, weird wacky scene in this like uh, museum when museum. when
0: she's all you're insane really I thought I was Pisces that's one of my favorite <laughs> fu- I don't know why it's dopey but I love that fucking line and then the great shot of Batman crashing through the skylight. It's wonderful. It's very yeah. it's very great. But Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade is such a perfect fucking film. The fact that the third one <laughs> um and what should have been the last one can go out yeah. on such a fucking high should note. Have been. Dude. You know, if they had just not fucking touched it, come on. It's been fucking great. Yeah, that's
1: a perfect trilogy right there, man. Yeah.
0: I just pretend that the other one didn't happen and I pray to God that this next I, one is. I do
1: the same too. <laughs> you, got, you should tell your friends and they'll tell theirs. <laughs> and, then, and then collectively as a nation, heads.
0: we'll all forget Kingdom of the Crystal School ever fucking happened. <laughs> the greatest <Yeah>. mass denial. <laughs> I love it.
1: Oh dude, that's a good list though, man. And it's as cool. We had a couple of the same ones. And you know, they switched up. They like you had a Indiana Jones for the, your number one, which, I you know, you're such an Indiana Jones fan. Love, Indiana. It's hard to choose between Batman and those guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard, because, like, Batman doesn't just exist in movies, you know? I mean, I know Indy is branched over into comics and novels and whatnot, but primarily he's a movie character, where Batman, it's like, my favorite stories of his don't have to be the movies, you know what I mean? Like, my favorite stories yeah. are in the comics or the animated series, or... So... It's kind of interesting that way. Anyway, ah. 1990, we was we was a uh, whole wise one year olds. Um, what were your, your top five favorite films of 1990, sir?
1: This is quite difficult. I bet. Uh, I'm going to go Total Recall. <laughs> That's number five. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-oh. That was my yes, terrible, terrible... Proven, Arnold. Oh. <laughs> but, it was, you know, it was a weird, like, thriller movie, and, you know, they uh, I like the practical practical effects in it, too, and they had some very interesting sequences and, and scenes they had to create. Um, so, number five. Number four, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Fan. This uh, reminds nice. me of just childhood... Which is funny, because recently Power Rangers came out, and I haven't seen the film. And I'm kind of curious to see the film, but it's weird, because it's something from my childhood. <laughs> and it's like, something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they've remade it, but it's not going to match up to anything like this one in the 90s. Yeah. It was wacky, it was goofy, it was definitely for kids, but... It was practical. It was
0: fun. So the suits and everything, were ass. they puppets? I don't fucking know, I think they were in suits,
1: right? Yeah, and that's that's the crazy part, is like growing up in this time, and seeing these movies like the practical effects were practical effects were so much in use. And so it's, it's, I love these films because they, you know, it, it has that sense of realness to it and make it, you know, they make, they make the movie in, in a way, um, you know, more real to me. Yeah. So
0: I agree. Um, but that's yeah. a good one.
1: Number three, back to the future. Number three, right on for number three. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Number two, home alone. Nice. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I mean it's it's not as good of a film when I watch it back, but it's like one of those like holiday classics for me and Yeah. It's the something about like exhilarating about the the kid, Kevin, setting up all the traps at the end of the film <laughs> on these two burglars.
0: I like when he's placed and on just, the race cars.
1: Uh, oh yeah. And it's like you think about it, it's like that could make a pretty deadly horror film. Yeah. Too as well. Like this kid is just trying to like attack these two guys. I mean they are burglars and they're you know trying to get him but, um, yeah it's one it's one movie I just remember about the Christmas you know like Christmas time and, and just the holiday season hell yeah and then number one, Goodfellas
0: really no <laughs> how really how could it not be right it's a fucking brilliant fucking movie
1: I love that film dude and I wouldn't have watched it because you know I until I've like. Watch it with you, man.
0: You're like, I got to understand how these Italians think. So I got (laughs) to pop this shit in.
1: You got to, you got to show me all the movies (laughs) (laughs) so I can kind of catch up to your, to your background and expertise.
0: That's right. Um, no, that is, I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling anything when I say that's also my number one. Um, it's a brilliant (laughs) fucking movie, right? Um, Scorsese, Scorsese motherfucker. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and that really kind of shifted, you know, his style of filmmaking in a in a in a way. Uh, before that, he had made very small, very personal films, and while Goodfellas is a very personal film because it's kind of about the neighborhood that he grew up in, it's more entertainment than than personal statement. You know what I mean? And I felt like he he kept getting yeah. a little more commercial. Um, that's why I was happy to see movies like Hugo and Silence kind of bring him back to that personal style of filmmaking. Um, Some might argue about Hugo, but whatever, fuck them. Um, All right. (laughs) My favorite movies of the 90s, Goodfellas number one. There we go. Number five, though, I'm going to say Godfather part three. It's a terrible fucking movie. This movie's bad. (laughs) Um, Surprise, yeah. Yeah. But there's a shot. Have you seen
1: it? I haven't seen it. You haven't?
0: Can I spoil it?
1: I've seen Godfather Part One, and that's
0: all you need to see. Can I? Can I? Can I spoil? Or or would you? Do you plan on watching this someday?
1: I probably plan on watching. it. I know it's been there for a couple years. All (laughs) right. So
0: anyway, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say someone gets shot near the end of the movie, and Pacino. Does a Pacino scream that's unlike any other Pacino scream because for the first 30 seconds of this Pacino scream, it is silent. He's just got his mouth open and he looks like he's screaming, but nothing is coming out. And you're just watching <laughs> it in silence. And all of a sudden, it starts, ah, and you're just like, whoa.
1: It's like, what's going that on? That traveled all the way <laughs>
0: down from his toes before it came up to, out his fucking mouth. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh that's yeah i I really wanna watch that man yeah. for sure that might that might jump up on my list too as well, yeah, I mean it's if it can,
0: just no going in it's it's not it's a piece of shit anyway um <laughs> number four, um this one's for the ladies pretty woman, um oh nice. directed by I believe Gary Marshall, who we just lost, um the sweetheart Gary marshall, um number three, this is kind of an odd pick for me. But um Crybaby, Johnny Depp.
1: Crybaby. Have you seen that? I remember that movie. yeah. Too, yeah.
0: It's a yeah. weird fucking movie, but um yeah. <laughs> but it kind of stands out to me.
1: It's on your list though. <laughs> um
0: Number f- two, Dark Man.
1: Ooh, Dark Dark
0: Man's fucking another good.
1: Mov- another movie you showed me. Thank you for all your movie history well, and
0: you know what we also have my my cousin movies. Mickey
1: to thank for getting me into Sam Raimi
0: and uh, all Shout that out to yeah because um, I wouldn't have found any of that shit on my own so <laughs> and Darkman is such a if if you haven't seen Darkman imaginary audience do yourself a favor and watch this fucking movie I think it's on Netflix um, but it's Liam Neeson in a B fucking movie and. You know, it's a very, it's a superhero story, not based on any superhero, um, but it's it's really good. It's very Sam
1: Raimi, so check it out. Which probably landed him Spider Man. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like that that movie <laughs> definitely led to him getting Spider Man. Absolutely. Or uh, yeah,
0: you watch that movie and you're like, yeah, this guy can make a fucking comic book movie. Absolutely. Um, his style <laughs> lends itself perfectly. Um, in fact, I wish Marvel would have brought him back to do Homecoming.
1: You know what? Yeah.
0: Give him, give him a chance at redemption. Um, <laughs> because he's not fucking redemption doing anything. Song. He did Oz. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Um, anyway, Shawnee, I really enjoyed both of your lists, sir. Thank yeah. you. I enjoyed yours too. Thank well, you. Joey. Um, so yeah, going forward, um, we'll go back to our regular format of, uh, you know, kind of trying to one up each other with a top five um, on the spot, but we'll one up you. <laughs> but next week we will cover movies from nineteen ninety one, our top five movies from nineteen ninety one. So that'll be very interesting.
1: We we got to come up with a name for this. Uh, I know. Segment. Um, if anyone has a, a name for it, let us know. And also, please,
0: <laughs> you know, tell us your top fives in the comments. You know, it, it'd be fun to see some uh, see participating. So. And nice. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know if you are or you aren't, but I'd like to believe that it's hey, happening. People,
1: some people comment. <laughs> yeah, there are some people commenting. Nice. Um, but we, yeah, we just need those extra listeners yeah. out there to. Free to comment in on, on Instagram. In and Every Friday. Yeah. Please.
0: Um, <laughs> but right on, man. That brings us to Sex effect right Share on. Time with the Sex effect. Shawnee, do you have anything you'd like to, uh, to share with our imaginary audience this week?
1: Uh wow, man. It's been, uh, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to remember what I, oh gosh. Yeah. i trying to figure this out. No, Sorry. you're good. Oh, I had it. I had it. It's right
0: there. I can see it in the back of your cerebellum. I can
1: see it. Oh, yeah. okay. There we go. Have you watched the rest of Iron Fist or have you started Iron Fist? No.
0: I don't think I'm going to honestly. I don't
1: see myself ever watching it. it Maybe is it, I still I still gotta. It's kind of worth watching, it? but I'm like nine episodes deep, so I'm probably gonna finish. Oh well, it. you
0: definitely got to yes. now, right?
1: Yeah, but as far as sh- uh like those shows, um, I'm pretty excited for Defenders. That's coming up.
0: Defenders would be awesome. And, um,
1: hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. We'll have to see. I don't have much to share this week. I'm just kind of uh, just working on, I'm still working on music, net. Hell, yeah. Shout it out. Shout it out? No. Right on. (laughs) Shout it out. But, yeah, you know, just want to, you know, start the discussion on them. I'm still jazzed about all the comic book stuff that's coming out. And the shows, I take a gamble on them. And I uh, always like to share media and videos and all sorts of things with everyone. So Right on. How about you, Joey? What do you have to share this week? Um,
0: I want to point people to an article at the AV Club um, written by a Sean O'Neill titled High Fidelity Captured the Snobs and the Soundtracks' Waning Powers. Um, and it's just an article about the curation of High Fidelity's soundtrack. And what keeps the soundtrack from being classic and great, but still maintaining some indie cred and how it's kind of the last great soundtrack or the last, the last soundtrack that really didn't just try to throw you, you know, top 80 hits or whatever, but like actually tried to dive deep into a collection and curate it. And it's a, it's a good read. It's a really good read at the AB club. Um, But yeah. And then, what what other what other sort of articles are at the Oh AV club? man, they got stuff on movies, books, music, um, food, video games, all kinds of shit. You'd really like it. Um, but so oh, check out the AV Club. Cool. And then um, just going to toot my own horn here for a second. Um, going to be a bit braggadocious. I don't mean to be, um, <laughs> but my screenplay LP um, got it's a finalist. It's in the top three at uh, the Nashville film festival for the music inspired screenplays, uh, category. So are you serious? Very serious. I'm very excited. Um, there were like, I'm in the top 4% Basically, there were like 1300 submissions and shit. So I'm pretty excited. Um, no way, dude. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, I want to just thank, you know, you and Christine, and then my, my buddies, um, Chris, Ricky, and Aaron, um, for all the notes, you know, feedback, suggestions that, um, that you gave me because, you know, this draft that, that got into the festival has, has little bits of other people's input on it. And I really appreciate that. I really appreciate help. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a big <laughs> believer that you can't do anything totally by yourself. You know, there's got to be collaboration yeah.
1: at some level, somewhere along the way. Um, so yeah, it leaves room for everyone's creative, you know, thoughts and and minds to work together. And yeah, um, as far as curating a musical soundtrack, that's that's a whole you know another thing too. Yeah. Something?
0: So I'm excited. Thank so you, cool. Nashville Film cool. Festival. Um, I hope I get to go back. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah. Shawnee, where can we find more of your week work? Where can we find more of your week on this work? Um, <laughs> where can we find more of your work this week on the
1: internet, sir? You can find me at. <laughs> you can find me at Sean Day oh, Music. Oh, yeah. And also <laughs> at my website, <laughs> seondaymusic.net. <laughs> and Joey, where can we find you? <laughs>
0: Uh, you can find me at on Instagram at Joey Prady, And you can also check out my website, JoeyProttyscripts.com.
1: Joey, I think we should talk for our next episode like this. Hopefully. I'm, really, I'm really into that. Um, this microphone
0: is very <laughs> phallic and my mouth is right up on it and it feels really natural. And I don't I don't know what <laughs> that that's all about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this show took a, a whole new direction Guys
0: <laughs> Um, Until next time I'm Joey Parati And I'm Sean Day Thanks for Thanks for Listening <laughs>
1: Listening <laughs>
0: I don't know how the hell that came (laughs) with.
1: Oh, Oh, no.